Hello, I'm Brian Roten, Senior Reporter for Hotel News Now. I'm here with Mark Adams, partner at Jeffrey Mengels, Butler & Mitchell. Today, we're talking about the settlement agreements the Attorney General in Pennsylvania has reached with several hotel companies over resort fees and drip pricing, and what this all means for the hotel industry. Now, uh, resort fees in particular have been a way for hotel companies to add a charge to cover the cost of amenities or services that they typically have absorbed otherwise. Not all resort fees are created equal, though, and consumers have had uh, multiple complaints about them over the years, such as the mandatory nature of them, that they cover things that other hotels provide for free, or that the property that they're staying at isn't even really a resort. Now, in recent years, we've seen resort fees become a target of both the federal government and some state governments. Pennsylvania, as I mentioned, has reached settlement agreements with Marriott International in 2021, and both Choice Hotels and Omni Hotels in this year regarding their disclosure of their resort fees. Now, Mark, thank you for being here with us. To get started, can you break down you know, what these agreements mean for the industry? What, what exactly are they, and how does this impact these companies? Sure. Well, first of all, thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me on. Um, I just a little bit about me. I, I'm, I've been practicing law for about 40 years. I'm a commercial trial lawyer. Uh, probably 80% of my work deals with hotel law. And so one of the issues that has arisen probably since the, I'm going to say 2021 or so, is the consumer's reaction to these resort fees. And then following that, their complaints to the attorney generals of various states and also consumer action groups. So a lot of people uh, haven't really figured out that resort fees, as you indicated, uh, come in a variety of terms. They can be amenity fees, destination charges, resort fees. Uh, but as a lawyer and also a consumer, uh, you know, I get a little miffed when I uh, book a hotel and then, uh, and my wife is great at it. She always, you know, checks at the end that uh, they charge us much more than we had thought. Mm -hmm. So uh, consumer advocacy groups, uh, consumer law firms and attorney generals and state legislatures and the United States legislature have really tamped down uh, on these resort fees. I call them resort fees, but it's, it's a generic term that covers all of the rest. The bottom line is in Pennsylvania, uh, dealing with choice hotels and the others, the, the main objective of the attorney generals is to make sure that there's full disclosure, that if there's a mandatory fee, you have to say up front. And uh, so the settlement is they have to, as soon as possible, I think it's going to be by the end of 23, by the end of this year, but as soon as possible, they have to have full disclosure of all resort fees. Uh, as far as penalties and stuff, I'm not sure if they're if they waive the penalties in the end or not. I think that they were more concerned about a go forward basis and compliance. Now, for me, uh, I see the impact as being multifaceted. One is uh, it's good for the consumers because you sort of know what you're buying. Uh, two, I think it's actually good for the industry because some chains like Marriott, when they began their compliance with disclosures, uh, we'll call it quasi-voluntary, uh, when they began their compliance, 
it was really kind of an unfair advantage because they were showing higher fees on a price per room than maybe a mm -hmm. competitor that wasn't making the disclosure. And so it's problematic if you want an even playing field. So I think for the industry at whole, I think it's good because uh, you have now, you have Marriott, Choice, Sinesta, Hyatt, uh, Hilton, you have a number of the big MGM, you have a number of the big players that are now compliant with full disclosure. And so the other smaller brands really have to get on board or they will be the next targets by the various attorney generals. Uh, so should we expect to see more of these agreements between the Pennsylvania uh, attorney general and other hotel companies operating in the state? 100%. You will see uh, people that voluntarily comply because they don't want to be the new target and those that are slow to do so will be a target. 100%. So as we look at how this could possibly spread across other states, do you see this as other hotel companies seeing the writing on the wall and saying, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and do the same thing that these other companies have done and just not even have to, you know, worry about waiting for the attorney general to come and, and give us you know, notice, or is it going to take government action to get these things in place? Well, I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think, for example, in California, um, Governor Newsom just signed an order in uh, an order at the end of October that requires mandatory disclosure. Uh, there are two bills presently pending in the United States legislature that would require the same thing. Uh, so you have the government implementing new statutes, laws, and regulations that you have to comply with. Um, in states that haven't adopted any of those kinds of regulations, uh, it, it's going to happen. For example, Marriott, when Marriott was sued in a number of states, eventually they saw the writing on the wall, as you suggested, and they began doing it statewide across the nation because they didn't want to be uh, in the fray again. And then... That was the uh, the next question I had is for you know the companies that have had to make these you know settlement agreements with different states, are they just going to apply this universally across their portfolio instead of waiting for you know, these actions by the states? Yeah, so far what I've seen, the ones that uh, have done the compliance are compliant nationwide because uh, it's almost harder for them to have one foot on the dock and one foot on the boat. They need to have the same menu for across the nation. And you know, we, we've seen uh, the Biden administration come out and talk about uh, wanting to target, you know, a wide array of what they've called junk fees, uh, and and they have, you know, grouped uh, resort fees into this category. Uh, as we are seeing this happen with hotel companies and you know, different state governments. Should we expect to see something come down from the federal government anyway, or is it possible that they would see, well, the states are making progress and hotel companies are adopting this new practice across the U.S. anyway? We can, you know, let things progress naturally through the states. Well, my feeling on that is in, in Biden's uh, State of the Union 
address, he he broached this same topic and indicated he was committed to it. As I said before, there are now two bills pending in the United States Congress. One is called the Hotel Advertising Transparency Act of 2022. The other one's called the Hotel Fees Transparency Act. I am confident that those will find their way to his desk and he will sign them. And once he signs them, uh, there will be much publication about it. And I think state legislatures will follow. They'll probably just uh, plagiarize the statute for their own states. Can you give us a little bit of a breakdown of what those two separate bills do or would do? Sure. So I'm just going to read you a little blurb, but if you don't mind, because go right ahead. So the Hotel Advertising Transparency Act of 2022 was introduced by Representative uh, Eddie Bernice Johnson out of Texas uh, in the House of Representatives on July 1 of 2022. And uh, that bill prohibits hotels and other lodging providers from advertising room rates that don't include all of the mandatory fees or charges such other than government taxes. Uh, it empowers the, the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, and state attorneys general to enforce that law to protect consumers from what they call deceptive advertising practice. So it was referred, that bill was referred to the House Committee on Energy and Commerce. And as of October 23, there hasn't been any action on it, but I fully expect that it will in the spring. The other one is called the Hotel Fees Transparency Act, and that was introduced by Senator Amy Klobuchar out of Minnesota and Jerry Moran out of Kansas in the Senate on July 26th of this year, 2023. That bill establishes federal guidelines for pricing transparency that at least up till now have been only voluntary. It requires everyone advertising a hotel room or a short-term rental to clearly show upfront the final price that a consumer has to pay to book that lodging. It would also make the FTC responsible for pursuing violations and allow state attorney generals to bring civil actions. So there's there's a lot moving in that direction. I, I'm going to add one more thing. Aside, yeah, from, aside from the uh, Congressional Acts, the Federal Trade Commission Act uh, pro prohibits unfair or deceptive acts or practices in commerce. And on October 11th of this year, 2023, the FTC issued a notice of proposed rulemaking to promulgate a trade regulation rule entitled rule on unfair or deceptive fees which prohibits unfair and deceptive practices relating to fees for goods or services specifically it pro prohibits misrepresentation on the total cost of goods and services by emitting the mandatory fees from the advertising prices so there's there's action in, in the feds and the states uh, so i think that we're going to see the end of these uh, undisclosed mandatory these. I mean, and the issue that we have seen is uh, you're going to you're on a website, you're looking at the different you know rates for different nights for different room types. You see it as like, let's just say, make it easy, $100 a night for uh, a, a two queen room. You click on it, you go through it. And at some point through that, you see, you know, you add on the, the normal like taxes and, and things like that but then it also it discloses somewhere during the booking process that there's also a twenty dollar you know 
resort fee, amenity fee, or something like that. So it's it's disclosed during the booking process, but it's not part of the advertised rate that you see before you even click on the room type. So what we're what we're talking about here is now that extra resort fee would have to be part of that first rate you see before you even click on it. Is that correct? That's correct. So we've advised our clients um, that uh, at first it began that there was no resort fee charge until you actually checked out. <laughs> that was the first time that you saw it. Then when that uh, smelled pretty bad, then they started doing it at the booking level. But as you said, it's kind of at the end of the clicks. Now under these regulations, it has to be built into the actual price that's shown in advertising. And as you mentioned before, uh, you know there was a lot of talk about the industry self-regulating itself as far as when it would want to disclose these resort fees. And I, I guess no one wanted to be the first to step forward and say, we're going to do it this way, because as you said, then it makes your room rates look higher than the, you know, the hotel across the street. But if everyone has to do it. Correct. It was a competitive disadvantage to do it voluntarily up front. Uh, because you would clearly kill your business because you couldn't advertise the same rates. But uh, if everybody has to do it, then you know all boats rise together. So with the, the approach that you know the different government uh, bodies have taken to requiring this transparency up front, does that also mean that we would see the full upfront price? reflected on an online travel agency website as well. So if you know if I'm looking at a hotel website to book directly and I'm looking at Expedia for the same room, are those two prices going to be the same or is it going to look less on the OTA? Well, I can't say that they're going to look the same, but I can fully say that whatever junk fees or resort fees are added, those are are built in. So, for example, if you have an OTA that's going to give some kind of a discount, then it's out of its own pocket. But it's sure. still going to have to make the disclosure. Gotcha. Because I know that's also been a a complaint by hotel companies saying, like, well, we're getting you know targeted because of the you know including the resort fee or not in the upfront pricing, but nothing so far has addressed whether the OTAs have to include all the fees upfront as well. Correct. So. All right. Well, that's everything I have for you at, uh, at the moment. But is there anything else uh, regarding these, you know, resort fees uh, and, and actions being taken by the you know, government at different levels that uh, you wanted to add that we didn't cover? Well, I just want to at least say in my mind, uh, it, there's always two sides to the story, right? Like mm -hmm. I am completely against undisclosed mandatory fees. Let's start with that. But I'm not against resort fees because some hotels, uh, and some resorts offer a lot to the consumer or to the guest that other hotels don't. And if you try to compare apples and apples, that's one thing. But if you compare apples and oranges, I don't mind paying a resort fee for those, you know, for a better gym or uh, other amenities that are offered so long as it's disclosed. And I think that that was the rub. It's all about being able to make that informed choice, right? 100%. All right. Well, Mark, thank you very much for uh, helping us out uh, with this topic. And thank you all for listening. Stick with Hotel News Now for further coverage of the industry.
Hi, I'm Isaac Colazzo, Vice President of Analytics at STR. Hi, and I'm Jan Feitak, National Director for Hospitality Analytics for the CoStar Group. Tune in to our new show, Tell Me More, a hospitality data podcast. It's a podcast on the global hotel industry, its current trends, what we're thinking about, and where the industry's going. And we like to have fun with the data, too. Find us on hotelnewsnow.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe today. This episode of the Hotel News Now podcast was recorded on December 4, 2023 by Brian Roten and edited and mixed by Brian Roten. Find all Hotel News Now podcasts wherever you listen and subscribe by searching for our name. Visit hotelnewsnow.com for the latest global hotel industry news and thanks for listening.